Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be doing another update on the Lori Vallow Daybell case. Because, well, there's always something new with Lori and her cronies. But before I get started, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below and click that notification to all. Please like this video if you support it, and please share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. First things first, tomorrow is July 11th, which means it's been one year since Charles Vallow was killed. And there's still so many questions around it that I feel like there still needs to be another deep dive into it. So if you agree and you'd like me to do one, please put heck yeah in the comments below. Also, it's already been one month since Tylee and JJ were found on Chad Daybell's property. Now, last week I mentioned that Lori had her two initial charges dropped, the two felony counts of desertion and non-supportive children. She still has those two charges of uh, two felony counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, or concealment. Now, prosecutor Rob Wood has actually added new charges to the mix. And in court documents, it says count one, resisting and or obstructing an officer. The punishment is up to one year in jail and or a fine up to $1,000. This is pertaining to November 26, 2019, which was the day of the welfare check. And Lori gave false information regarding the whereabouts of JJ and thereby delaying the search for JJ. Count two is solicitation, which the punishment is up to six months in jail and or up to a $500 fine. And this is also pertaining to November 26, 2019. And it says, with the purpose of promoting or facilitating the commission of a crime, encouraged and or requested Melanie Gibb to engage in conduct which would constitute the crime of resisting and or obstructing an officer by requesting and or encouraging Melanie Gibb to give false information to law enforcement regarding the whereabouts of a child, J.J. Vallow. Count three is contempt. That punishment is up to six months in jail and or up to a $1,000 fine. And that is stated uh, between the dates of January 30th, 2020 and June 9th, 2020. It says she did willfully disobey a lawful court order in Madison County by refusing and or failing to physically produce minor children, J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan. And speaking of court, it looks like Lori and Chad will be appearing in person in the courtroom and not a Zoom call in their August hearings. And that is if their doomsday prediction doesn't happen in the next two weeks. Remember, that's July 22nd. And as of the time of this recording, that's in 12 days. I bet though Chad is happy not to use his portal potty to communicate with Lori and maybe a change of scenery and might have better reception in the courtroom. And well... Lori, being Lori, is probably choosing what color Kool-Aid lipstick she should wear to that court date and maybe even practicing a little bit some of her crying skills. How to cry a little bit better. Convince Judge Eddins that, you know, maybe it's a little bit more believable. I guess, though, it's worth adding that if she has to trade in her Kool-Aid for a mask, that at least she can control and hide those smirks. Now, Judge Eddins, who we've seen recently in those Zoom calls in the hearings, decided that there will be in-person hearings in August. He says the defendant has a right to be present during the preliminary hearing. The defendant has a right to confront and cross-examine witnesses in person in order to preserve an adequate recording of the proceeding and to preserve the defendant's rights. The defendant must be present in the courtroom with his or her attorney. 
And the judge determined that those who are in the courtroom will maintain social distancing and staff are planning to install protective plexiglass along the bench and the witness stand. As for court attendance, it will still be limited. A court order that was filed limits attendance to the judge, court staff, attorneys, assistants, defendants, witnesses, and family members of Tylee and JJ. Four people from the media are also allowed to attend and according to the order, the public will have access to images and videos. Now I'm happy that this will actually be held in person, in my opinion. I think it's important and I certainly think it's really, really important for the family of JJ and Tylee, excluding Lori and well, Chad was never part of the family. Chad's hearing is on August 3rd and 4th, and Lori's will be on August 10th and 11th, so stay tuned for that. Now, Nancy Grace interviewed April Raymond. Remember, that was Lori's friend from Hawaii, and she was talking about Tylee and JJ and talking about how Tylee always seemed to be sick. Whether she's recovering from something or resting, she did mention surgeries as well. And April says, Tylee had a lot of health issues and they could never really get to the bottom of them. Tylee was always sick and she would be in her room resting or sleeping or recovering or just getting back from the doctor. When she was younger, they told me that she had several surgeries to try to figure out what was wrong and try to fix things and it never accomplished anything. And there's a court document from 2008 that I was sent that talks about uh, a little bit about Tylee's health. It's dated July 14, 2008, and Tylee would have been almost six years old at this point, just too much shy. The excerpt reads, First, Tylee's health has improved and she seems to be doing well. Leslie Smith, her therapist, has raised concerns about the level of trauma Tylee experienced in the hospital and the stress she has continually experienced throughout this conflict. In light of all this, Tylee appears to be resilient and happy about the visits with her father, according to Miss Smith, Dr. Wilcox, and the supervisor, Ruth Delansky. The treatment team invited me to participate with them in their meeting on July 1st, 2008. Visitation, treatment issues, and clinical concerns were discussed. At the time, there were concerns raised regarding Tylee's mother misrepresenting information primarily regarding Tylee's medical intake forms. So I would like to find out a little bit more about that. I did read somewhere as well that it mentioned in the documents of pancreatitis, but stay tuned for that. Now in this same document that I just read, it mentions abuse from Joe Ryan. It says at the same meeting, July 1st, Miss Smith informed us that Tylee reported being happy about the visits with her dad and wanting those visits to continue during their last session. Miss Smith then reported that Tylee added something along the lines of, I am scared about overnights. When Miss Smith questioned her about this, she said something like that because Joe molested me and Colby. When Tylee's mother came into the session toward the end, Miss Smith reports that Tylee looked at her mother and said, I told her. So a few things strike me in this paragraph. Tylee reports about being happy to see her dad and going to visit. Then she says something along the lines of, I am scared about overnights. So Tylee is six at this point, or just shy of being six. And so I'm curious about her word overnights. And the next sentence where it says, because Joe molested me and Colby. 
Well, does a six-year-old use that terminology, meaning the word molested? Perhaps. And what's more important, I guess, is does Tylee often use that word or did she use that word or was she told that's what the word was? Just something I'm thinking about. And did she always call Joe, Joe? Because in here, she refers to him as Joe, not dad, and that's her biological father. Then the most important sentence says was when Lori came into the session near the end of it and Tylee looked at her mom and said, I told her. So obviously I don't know if Joe Ryan abused Tylee or not. However, I will say just this one paragraph speaks volumes in my opinion, because it sounds like there's a little coaching on Lori's part, again, in my opinion. Now, I do know that Colby was on an interview and did mention the same thing. So I'm not lessening this. If that's what happened, that's what happened. I'm just going by this one paragraph that's super peculiar. I would be interested in the backstory, meaning what part Lori has in this. Now, back to the interview with Nancy Grace and April Raymond. April also talked about JJ and how Lori acted more like a martyr when it came to him, she said. She said, I would describe her as more of a martyr. She never ever expressed any resentment or any anger towards it. She would come across more as a martyr. Charles was really trying to help JJ reach certain milestones in his development and progress, being able to say his alphabets or recognize sight words. It was almost there was something that she didn't celebrate those accomplishments the same way that Charles seemed to celebrate them. And this sounds pretty accurate in my opinion. Charles is the one who got JJ a service dog. Charles put him in Life Academy, which is a special school for JJ. And here April is saying how Charles made the effort to really help JJ meet his milestones, which is so important. And JJ had his iPad as well that helped him. And Charles did what he could for his family. He loved his family. It was noted that he would do anything for his family, anything for Lori. And the common denominator with Charles is he's a helper. And Lori, however, took JJ's service dog away, took his special school away, took JJ's iPad away, took his medication away, and Lori called JJ her niece's drug baby. So, and let's not forget, she didn't even let JJ know that his father died. In fact, in August, JJ still didn't know. It's just manipulation at its finest, eh, Lori? And it's no surprise because she told Charles' kids over text that their dad died. Now, back to that interview, they go on to talk about Lori and her leading the 144,000 in Doomsday. And April called Lori delusional. She says, I feel like she's delusional. I think that she wholeheartedly believes that. I thought there was some kind of psychotic break or there was some kind of mental crisis. I was almost embarrassed for her because of the things that she was saying and I just thought if she just gets it out of her system then she'll cycle through whatever she's going through right now. She'll get back to normal. Obviously I was very wrong. She goes on to say she had told me that she was there to gather me. In order to fulfill my mission I would have to separate from them, meaning her children. I didn't think at the time that it meant anything sinister. I just thought she meant you just need to come with me. The kids will be fine, you know, with their father. The way I understood it would be leave now to prepare and go help gather the rest of the people. And in order to do that, you'd have to separate from your children. 
And then Nancy talked to her saying, okay, when you found out about the kids missing, what was your first thought? April says, I was physically sick. I just could not conceive of a scenario where there was a good explanation as to why they would be missing, especially knowing the circumstances around Charles Vallow's death. And she even goes on to say how she knew that Alex attacked Joe Ryan. And she then also talked about Lori and Chad's behavior. She says, I think her behavior and the behavior of her new husband, Chad, speaks volumes to me. I cannot conceive of any reasonable explanation as to why they would behave the way that they behaved since it began. It seems like she's going to do what she's going to do. And it looks like she's not going to let anybody get in her way of whatever it is that she wants to do. So Doomsday is coming on July 22nd, which is really is only 12 days away. I am concerned about a few things. I'm digging a little bit more and I'm getting a little bit nervous about July 22nd. Not that Doomsday is coming, but I'm wondering what these two people are concocting. I'm a little concerned at this point. Stay tuned for that. I will be doing more videos. So I do have a lot more info snacks coming your way. Let's have a chit chat below. Let me know your thoughts and please share, please like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.